Genesis chapter 41 verse 37 to verse 41. And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all these, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. Joseph's dream came through because he finally used his gift to unlock the divine potentials integrated by God into his dreams. One personal message for me from Joseph's encounter and interaction with Pharaoh was that Joseph did not only provide meaning or interpretation to the dreams of Pharaoh, but he went a step further to make recommendations of how to tackle the problem. And Pharaoh asked a simple question in verse 38. Can we find such a one as this? A man in whom the Spirit of God is. A man in whom the Spirit of God. So Pharaoh recognized that it was the Spirit of God that was at work in Joseph. And he knew that such men with the Spirit of God were not common and could not be found in the entire nation of Egypt. Friends, you see, I have seen many people walking all about with a sense of entitlement, trying to claim a position by force, even though they have nothing to offer. Many people want, or some people want to attain certain position of responsibilities without being responsible themselves. Friends, Joseph was only 30 years old, yet the king of a nation, the king of Egypt, looked at this young adult and said to his face, not behind him, that a man like Joseph, a man like him, could not be found in the entire country. Why? Because the Spirit of God made a difference in him. A man from prison became the wisest man in the entire nation. And that same day, that same day, Joseph was set over the entire land of Egypt. That's what the Spirit of God can do in the life of a man. Can change your story in one day. He was honored and appreciated for the gift of God in him had made room for him in the palace. Now, do you see? Do you see something there? Do you see how gifts makes room for a man or for a woman? The position Joseph occupied never existed. It was created after he demonstrated the gift of God. A room was created for him. He became a deputy pharaoh in a strange land because he met with a man he met with Pharaoh who also appreciated the gift of God in him and honored him accordingly. Pharaoh recognized what the brethren of Joseph did not see. He saw what his own brothers and sisters could not see. Pharaoh gave the honor that Joseph could not obtain in his own father's house. 
No wonder Jesus said in Mark chapter 6 verse 4 that a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Imagine the instant honor and position that was created for Joseph by the ruler of Egypt just at first encounter. Friends, please give honor to those who really deserve it and have paid the price for it, particularly in the church. First Timothy chapter 5 verse 17 says, the elders who are Good leaders are to be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching, not on strategies. Strategies are good, but those who work hard at preaching and teaching, consider them of double honor. I have seen among the circle of believers and in churches a system that enthrones mediocrity. I have heard comments like we just appointed that man, we appointed that woman to the position because of his age or because he has been, he has been here for so long or because he doesn't look good not to give him something to do. So we just want to appease him. We know it creates problems. We know it causes problems. We just want to give him something to do so that he will not give us problems. I have had conversation where I just want him to go out, so I just push him out. I just want to give him a responsibility. And I never cease to wonder also why someone should even desire a position of honor when he knows within himself that he is not spiritually honorable. Why should the person desire a position that requires deep wisdom? When the spirit of excellence has not been found in him, why should you desire to lead people when you cannot even pray on your own for five minutes? Why should you desire to teach people when you cannot even study the word of God for two minutes? Why do you want to be an elder in your church when you are so spiritually immature and unserious with God and every problem in the church is caused by you, is always traced to you? Why do you want to be a leader when you cannot submit to simple spiritual authority? You want people to obey you, but you do not obey those who God has placed over you. Why? And this is what we find in church. We appoint rebels into the position of authority. Joseph was accorded the honor in Egypt, in Egypt, because the Spirit of God was clearly evident in him. It was not, Pharaoh said the Spirit of God is in this man. And do not forget that Pharaoh did not even have the Spirit of God. So, those who do not have the Spirit of God could recognize the Spirit of God in Joseph. And as a result of that, they appointed him to the place of honor. Wow! Wonderful, isn't it? Our nations, our churches, our families, our businesses, our organizations, we do much better. Our schools, we do much better when we appoint people based on the evidence of the Spirit of God in their lives. In Daniel chapter 5 verse 11, the leaders of Babylon, the leaders, the advisors of the king of Babylon advised their king to immediately contact Daniel 
because the spirit of the holy gods was visible in him. So in Egypt, they are looking for a man with the spirit of God. In Babylon, they recognized that only a man with the spirit of the holy God can solve their problem. So I wonder why this simple reality is neglected in the church among believers. Why? Dearly beloved, as we conclude on this topical matter on seasons, for this season, I want to put some point. I want us to put the following points in mind. Number one point, this is particularly to church leaders. Particularly to church leaders, never appoint into the position of authority and power a man in whom the Spirit of God is not clearly evident and visible. Do not make the mistake of appointing people just to fill a space and make them happy. Never allocate a position of authority and power to a man who has not paid the price. Please, people should learn to labor and develop themselves to grow into spiritual responsibilities where they will be accountable for the lives of others. Number two, this one is for the singles. Never marry a man or a woman in whom the Spirit of God is not clearly visible. And some will ask me, how do I know if Pharaoh can recognize a man with the Spirit of God? You should be able to do much better. And you can just do that by checking. Look at the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5 and see if this fruit is made manifest in the life of the person you want to get married to. Can you see love? Can you see joy? Can you see patience? Can you see long-suffering? Can you see self-control? Never marry a man or a woman in whom the Spirit of God is not clearly evident. Number three, do not adopt any strategy in your life, in your organization, or in your home, or in your ministry, except it is motivated by the Spirit of God. The strategies Joseph put in place in Egypt were spirit discerned and motivated and people came from far and near to survive on his wisdom. Please, stop borrowing the strategy of the world to run the church of Jesus. No, it won't work. Strategies must be spirit discerned and spirit motivated, whether in your marriage, whether in your business, in whatever capacity you find yourself. Wait on God. Number four, those who betray and dishonor God and spirit driven people because of envy and jealousy will one day crawl on their knees to plead and cry out for help in a place that honor and appreciate the same people they rejected. Joseph's brethren who sold him because of envy went to Egypt where he was bought, honored and valued to look for food. Number five, in your season of honor and glory, learn to forgive all those who betrayed, accused, forget and afflicted you. 
your season of glory and honor is a stepping stone into a new season. And if you do not forget the past, you will not be able to move forward into a new season that God has reserved for you. If Joseph had not forgiven all his brothers, he would never have been able to see his own youngest brother Benjamin. Neither will he have been able to see his father whom he loved so much. So, so please learn to forgive, learn to forget. And number six is very important. This point is critical. Please do not forget that Joseph proved all his brothers before revealing his identity to them. He even kept one of his own brother Simon in prison for about two years. Dearly beloved, don't be too quick to reveal certain things to those who have once demonstrated deep hatred and betrayal towards you until you have proven their genuine repentance. Prove them and test them before revealing your heart again. That was the first challenge in the first instance. Joseph did not prove his brother before sharing his dreams and that got him into trouble. But this time, he waited for two, two years before he revealed his identity. Please, and finally, there are blessings locked up for your children in the place where you have been forcefully betrayed and envied. Jacob had great blessings for Ephraim and Manasseh. Both of them are children of Joseph. They would have missed this dimension of blessing if Joseph refused to let go. Friends, let go and claim all your blessings in Christ Jesus. Luke chapter 23 verse 24 Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lot. Acts chapter 7 verse 16 And he kneeled down, Stephen knelt down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord bring you to your season of glory, your season of honor, your season of power. May positions be created for you where you deserve it. May the Spirit of God be evident in you and upon you. May you walk in the favor of God. May you walk in the purpose of God. May his presence never leave you. May his glory never leave you. Thank you, Father. Jesus.